Corbin Burns has been traded to the Orioles. Are you kidding me? Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Friday, February 2nd. Frank Stanfield joined by Scott White. There we were, Scott, mock drafting, Thursday night, having a grand old time, and then boom, out of nowhere, the Orioles have acquired 2021 Cy Young Award winner Corbin Burns in exchange for two prospects, infielder Joey Ortiz and pitcher D.L. Hall, plus the 34th overall pick in the 2024 draft. Burns is entering a contract year and will do it in a much betting, better pitching environment in Camden Yards. Scott, give me your feel. What's the takeaway? Corbin Burns to Baltimore. I think it's great news for for basically every player involved in this deal. Uh, it's it's a, a kind of a head scratcher from a real life perspective because that's all the or like the, the Brewers <laughs> agreed to a trade with the organization that is overloaded with hitting prospects giving up one of the few surefire aces in the game today, and you're thinking, oh man, what's this return going to look like? And it's Joey Ortiz and D.L. Hall. So that was kind of a womp-womp. Womp-womp. But Burns, for fantasy, it's great news. It's great news because he goes from a fringe contender in Milwaukee to, again, a team that's like overflowing with talent. The, the Orioles coming out of a rebuild, they're loaded to bear, they have more hitters than they could fit in the lineup. They just won 101 games last year without Burns or Jackson Holiday. They might be the favorites to win the American League now, and that's who Burns is joining. So a lot of win potential to be had there. Not that he was in a bad situation before, but he's an amazing one now. Plus, Camden Yards has become a great pitcher's park. American Family Field in Milwaukee, of course, not such a great pitching park. I wouldn't have thought this would matter for a pitcher of Burns' caliber because he's known as a bat misser, not vulnerable to fly balls or anything like that. But in Milwaukee last year, Burns had a 428 ERA. And for his career, his ERA in Milwaukee 75 points higher than everywhere else. And I'll add, StatCast says if he'd pitched every game at Camden Yards last year's new home, it would have been seven fewer home runs, which is significant. So I... Major venue shift, amazing supporting cast. I, I think pretty clearly now, Burns is the number three pitcher in fantasy. There wasn't a clear number three before. He was among them. And I'm not saying he's elevated to the same level of, of Spencer Strider and Garrett Cole, but I do think Burns is the clear number three now. And according to Fantasy Pros ADP, which takes the average draft position from five different websites, Corbin Burns was going as the 20th overall player off the board, the SP3 already behind Spencer Strider and Garrett Cole. So Burns, not in that tier, but he is at the top of the that next tier that features names like Zach Wheeler, Kevin Gosman, uh, Luis Castillo, and the like. Let's talk about the ripple effects of this trade, Scott, and the return, the opposite side. The Brewers uh, got... The 34th overall pick in the 2024 draft, as well as Joey Ortiz and D.L. Hall. Ortiz is a 25-year-old infielder who's played all over the diamond, regarded as a great defender, and put up some interesting offensive numbers last year as well. I know you got some interesting stat cast data on him. And D.L. Hall, a 25-year-old pitcher, former top pitching prospect, has struggled mightily with control and injuries. But out of the bullpen last year, he showed us something. Big strikeout potential. He got the walks down, gets ground balls, 
And now it seems like he'll have an opportunity to start. Talk to me about Joey Ortiz and Dio Hall. So, yeah, these are, I, I don't think Hall technically qualifies as a prospect anymore, but these would be like fringe top 100 guys who have seen their stock diminish somewhat because uh, the time they've spent in the majors, they weren't like immediate successes, fairly or not. Uh, they're not valued at the same level as some of the other prospects they're leaving behind in the Orioles organization, but there's much more opportunity for them in Milwaukee than there was in Baltimore. Uh, uh, Joey Ortiz hit 321 with an 885 OPS in the minors last year, and good numbers two years ago too. The home run and stolen base totals leave something to be desired, which is why... I wasn't putting him in my top 100, but you, you dig a little deeper. You look at the stat cast numbers for Joey Ortiz at AAA. Average exit velocity, 90 miles per hour. Max exit velocity, 114.9 miles per hour. Zone contact rate, nearly 90%. Those last two numbers especially are about as good as it gets uh, and 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 suggest there's more upside here in Ortiz than his 5'9 frame would suggest. You look at the Brewers infield, second base, third base. They're looking pretty weak. Tyler Black, another prospect, is somebody who we've hoped could win a job. Maybe Joey Ortiz could as well. I think Ortiz has a better chance, actually. And, and then look at the Brewers' rotation. It's even worse. Beyond Freddie Peralta, there's Wade Miley, and that's about it. So D.L. Hall, who's always had a great fastball, a lot of strikeout upside. More of a project, maybe, than the Orioles were in a position to take on. But they, when they, when they put him in the bullpen last year, 65% strike rate. If that can carry over to the rotation... I think the Brewers, who of course have a good record of developing pitchers, uh, could could still turn DL Hall into something pretty exciting. We'll we'll have to see how they use him in spring training because that's going to tell us a lot about his fantasy value this year. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in five, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye.